Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast, useful language to sound polite in English. Welcome to the Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast by Business English with Christina. The Faster Fluency Conversation Club takes place on Zoom and is a way for you to improve your fluency and confidence in English by talking about real-world topics. We meet for one hour every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and we would love you to join us. If you want to practice your English, become more confident, and meet people just like you from all around the world, and have guidance from my expert teachers and me, just click the link in the show notes. Our podcast listeners receive a 50% discount on the first month of membership with the discount code FFCC50. Come and join us today. Hey everybody, Christina here with your Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast. That is not the easiest title to say, but that's okay. I hope you're all doing well and I'm here with Matthew today. And Matthew, how are you doing today? Oh, well, as we were kind of just discussing a little bit before, I think yeah. good. Good, <laughs> think good given good. the situation. <laughs> yeah, as many people in FFCC know, uh, I've yeah. been having problems with my electricity and my internet. So yes. yeah, it's been an adventurous week and a half or so. But yeah, I but think everything is good now, I hope. It's, so it's good, good enough for us to be recording this podcast. So Hopefully right. it'll, it'll stay that way, but uh, right. no, good to have you back. Yeah. All right. So today we're talking about useful language to sound polite in English, because I don't know if, if you've noticed this in working with students, like either through in their lessons or in emails or messages or things like that. Sometimes when you're using English as your other language, you know, second or third or fourth even, but as a foreign language, I kind of feel like sometimes people, they, maybe they don't know what should I say to be polite, or they're maybe not just not aware of the impact of when you're being very direct in English, that it can actually come across as maybe like too direct or rude or pushy or, you know, things like that. And I don't think it's like, their intention. I just think it's maybe like they don't know what to, how to do it, how to be polite, or even like what are the, I would say like the conventions for mm. being polite in English. I don't know Absolutely. if you've, if you've had that experience. Oh, of course. Okay, All yeah. the time. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I spend a lot of time with clients and students yeah. on this exact thing because a lot of times maybe students are just translating in their head or using words that they know and translating them and then mm. putting them in writing or on the phone or wherever. Right. And yeah, probably the other person understands you. But mm. as you said, it may come across as rude mm. or too direct. Yeah. And so I always tell students like a really good place to start. Mm. If you are working with people from the U.S. or mm. native English speaking country, mm. you know, especially in emails, look at the language that mm. is being used by the other person. Yeah. And you can just clip, copy, paste, mm. put it in spreadsheet or wherever your Google Docs or on a notebook and use that language because a lot of these expressions they're mm -hmm. kind of canned responses yeah. meaning yeah. like they're just they're set expressions exactly like formula formulas yeah it's a formula right and so you don't have to be cute and try to like change the language with these things it's just like nope everybody uses them <laughs> it's like don't don't try to be original just put look forward to seeing you soon you know like that's, a good one. that's the yeah. phrase <laughs> 
So that's a great, yeah, polite expression. I look forward to yeah. seeing you soon. That's the phrase everybody uses. It. Exactly. Yeah. Or look yeah. For, looking forward to talking to you or, you know, whatever. And I think that that's a really good tip. Just like look at the way that the other person's emails are written and the tone and just try to copy that. Yeah, exactly. That is a good tip for helping students to become more autonomous in their learning as well. So uh, yeah. Mm. And it nice. doesn't need to be email. It could be on the phone. Mm. If you want to improve your telephone conversation skills, mm. we use the same thing on the phone. A lot of people use the same expressions or right. in meetings or yep. presentations. Exactly. A lot of that language is already set language. Yep. You don't need to think about just if to memorize it, but that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can use it. Yeah. And I think the easiest place to start is just like, for example, if you want somebody to do something, instead of saying like, send me the document, so just like, please, or right. can you please send me the document? I know I received quite a few emails of people saying, Christina, send me more video lessons. And I'm like, please. Mm. And then I might think about sending you more video lessons. Yeah, yeah. It's a very, you know, it seems obvious, but like you said, so mm. many, so many people neglect to use mm. the simple, please, thank you. And they go a long way because they can really change the expression from yeah. send me this now. Versus, yeah. Do please, please send, send me, me this, this now. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I think that's, you know, just please and thank you is like the basics. Yeah. And then maybe also, for example, if you're asking someone, uh, maybe instead of saying like, can you, which I mean, can you and could you, they're totally acceptable. We're not saying that they're bad or they're rude or anything like that. But if you want to add another layer of politeness, maybe because you're asking someone, I don't know, to change a date for an event or if they can send you something maybe kind of at the last minute, saying things like, do you think it might be possible to, right. or would it be possible to? Right. Yeah. Or could you? Or could, yeah, exactly. That's it. Could you please? Could you um, please? Even exactly. Better. Right. So I think, yeah, just like this is not always the case, but a general rule of thumb, it seems to be like the more words there are in that request, the more polite it sounds as a that kind of so. general rule. Yeah. General rule. And then also like on that note, it's like, okay, and in what situations? Mm. And it depends on your relationship, yeah. right? If you've never met the person before, right. you want to sound as polite as possible. If exactly, you know, it's a big client, you want to sound as polite exactly. as possible. If it's maybe your boss, you want to sound as polite. As Depends on, on your relationship. Whereas, yeah. you know, if you have a relationship with a client or a coworker or even your boss, and it's mm. more of a, like a friendly mm. relationship, then you can be more casual and use can and things like that. And be a bit more direct because you've yeah. got that relationship with the person. Like, for example, I'm just thinking of an example, like with Christina, the student success coordinator. When we have a new person who enrolls in the program, I just send her a quick message and I'm like, new student aspect for speak business English confidently, like very short new student aspect. And I don't have to say, hi, Christina, I hope you're doing well, right. just to let you know, we have a new student in this program. And this could be a rule as well, not a rule, but a suggestion. If it's people that you're exchanging with regularly, like discuss 
the rules for discussing with each other. Like I've asked Christina, I said, Christina, is it okay when we have a new student? If I just send you a message that says new student with the Mm. name of the program. And she's like, yeah, that's fine. She's like, you don't have to write me a letter to tell me I'll get it. And so she knows that I'm not being direct and rude. It's just the way that we've agreed to correspond with each other on that particular topic. Yeah, it can never hurt to ask questions Mm. and communicate about that clearly. Yeah. You know, if it's a client, maybe you can ask your coworker Mm. or your boss or something like that as Mm. well and see, oh, what's the appropriate language to use here? Just get somebody to maybe to read over something you've written and say, am I, is this too direct? Or even uh, maybe an open, a more open question. What impression do you get when you read this? And they can tell you, oh no, it's very nice. Or it's, I don't know, it's a little too direct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's when you're asking something of someone. But what if someone is asking something of you and you want to say like, no, I can't do it, but you want to be more polite. (laughs) Any ideas there? I think an expression we use, so think Mm. is very common. So I don't think that's going to be possible or I don't think I can do that Mm. or using like, like, so seems Mm. like, sounds like, Mm. feels like, so I'm sorry. So sorry is a good one. Sorry sorry. is a good, yeah. That sounds like it's going to be too much for us to handle. Right, exactly. Um, Instead of saying like, no, I don't have time. Nope, can't do it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Which I say the end result is the same, but it's the way of saying it. No, sorry, I'm afraid that I'm not going to be able to do that. Just sounds much nicer. It sounds like this time I can't do it, but I'm not totally pushing you away. So maybe for a future collaboration or something, when when the timing is better, for example. Well, on that note, um, a good expression to use is at this time. Ah, so yeah, that's I a good one. Yeah, I'll be able to do that at this time. Mm. So you're leaving the door open for future, future. possibility, right? Exactly. No, that's a good one. But I think it's, yeah, I think already people have a lot of difficulty like saying no to other people mm. when they ask, you know, can you do this or can we meet or whatever. Yeah. And just being able to say no, like to protect your time and your energy, but in a polite way without closing any doors, that's a really nice skill to have. Yeah. And if you can offer an alternative, like, well, I'm sorry, I don't think I'll be able to do that at this time, but I could ask Mm. so-and-so and and see if they have time yeah and so in that sense you're showing like you're not totally like shutting them out yeah you're saying hey maybe I can help you help you by finding you someone else right yes I can't help you but like I can't do the thing you're asking me to do but I can still help you in a different way right right Mm. right right yeah okay no very good so good. I think we'll have a lot of good expressions from this episode. You guys, I hope you were maybe taking notes. Otherwise, you can go and get the transcript and highlight to the expressions. So yes, or listen again and again. Or listen again and take notes. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you know, repeating leads to remembering. So that's right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Matthew. And uh, yeah, talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Thank you for listening again this week. As a bonus for our listeners, we now offer the transcript of this episode for free so you can read after listening. Our goal is to help you improve all aspects of your English. And when you become a member of the Faster Fluency Conversation Club, each week you also get exercises on grammar, vocabulary, pronunciation, and more 
directly connected to the topic of the conversation each week. In addition to the daily speaking practice in the club, you'll also make friends around the world with professionals just like you, so you have fun learning and remember what you learned better. And because you listen to this podcast, you get a 50% discount on your first month of membership. Just use the code FFCC50. And if you'd like to join the club, the link for more details is in the show notes for this podcast. We hope to see you in the club.